I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. What's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on A Long Walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher every morning, 9.45 a.m. It's live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Today on the show, there is one story I am so absolutely torn with. That is right, I'm torn. Nothing's right, I know. I'm all out of faith. This is how I feel. It's cold and I'm awake and I nothing's right, I'm torn. God damn it. Now that song's in my head. Let's do the live dates, huh? Actually, there is only one live date I want you guys to know about. That is the live date that is coming up on... What the hell is it? It's going to be on... Oh, criminy. What day is that going to be on, everybody? Why can't I remember now? January... 4th? Yeah, there it is. January 4th. That's what I meant. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. How did I forget my own goddamn date? Uh, January 4th. That's Wednesday. Tomorrow night. House of Comedy. If you want tickets, the link just went up. I got it all over my Facebook and my Instagram. Ten bucks. Gonna get you in. I'm not sure exactly who's gonna be opening those shows, but it doesn't matter because they are gonna have... It's always a goddamn killer up on stage. So, please. Gonna be a blast. Uh, let's see. Scooter got my tickets. I will be there. Yeah! Woo! Loving that. Thank you so much. Can't wait to see you. Uh, Amy, Natalie Imbruglia. You goddamn right this is Natalie Imbruglia. What's up, morning, MJ? What's up, Billy? Yeah, man. Um, I am, uh, I'm looking forward to that show. Can't wait. Uh, like I said, they didn't give us a lot of time to promote it. It was basically like, I don't know, late Friday or something. They're like, you want a headline on Wednesday? I was like, yeah, it's New Year's Eve. I was like, can we get a link up right away? They're like, no problem. And then I get it, man. People are out of town. They're just like, fuck it, dude. Like, we got other shit going on. You're not that important there, Pavich. You're not that important. Uh, let's see, Scooter. I'm rolling alone. Who else is going? Oh, hate to see that. But hey, man, uh, we'll get you at a table. We'll get some folks around with you. Yeah. Um, that'll be fun. I can't wait. Looking forward to it. I got some new stuff I'm going to be uh, bringing out that night. And... Yeah, can't wait. I love that room. As I was with uh, Skylar Bolks this weekend, Skylar's just got like boxes and boxes of like his sh- the guy's got his shit together. I'll tell you that. Rolls in with all this merchandise. People are walking up. They're just handing him money. It was like goddamn 1974 Chippendales. Just people throwing money at him. I was like, I gotta get one of them boxes of merch. All right, but anyway, yeah. Danielle, I, I think I can make it good. See, look at that. We got a table of two already. Can't wait to put you ladies right there. Smack dab up front. Mm-hmm. Mm. Everybody making some changes right now. Everybody. I'm blown away at, like, all the people that I've seen with, you know, new jobs, new this, new life, new place, new house, new car. Everything is brand new. Something about 2023. We're starting 2023 out on a... Weird note, though. Are we not? Ken Block passes away. Barbara Walters kicks the bucket the day before uh, we get into 2023. And then last night, if you guys were watching that Buffalo Bills-Cincinnati Bengals game, oh, my goodness, man. That was a tough game. I I was watching because right now, listen, if they got to start promoting dry February. How about we start the day after the Super Bowl? You can't expect me to not drink with all this amazing football that's going on right now. 
Christ, you got the Packers and Lions playing for a playoff position. You got the Vikes already in position to possibly take that number two, number three seed. You can't expect me to not booze it up when all this amazing shit's going on. Although I jumped on the scale today, I was like, ooh, yeah, maybe we gotta maybe we do need dry January. But anyways, last night during the game, I noticed uh, I was actually watching Welcome to Chippendales on you on Hulu. And I, I saw that because, you know, you just don't watch TV. You watch TV kind of half-assed and then scroll your goddamn phone. I saw everybody was lighting up uh, Facebook going, dude, what the hell happened in Buffalo? And then I clicked over real quick. And if you saw the scene last night, DeMar Hamlin going in for a tackle and then gets up, looks like he's okay, and then just collapses to the ground. This is where Joe Burrow is so good. And now another Bills player is down. DeMar Hamlin is the one who was in on that stop on T. Higgins. And then he got up and just went right back down to the ground. Well, you can see that the ambulance is out there on the field and they are intensely working on DeMar Hamlin. The entire Bills team is out on the field right now. Several players are down on their knees. Other players are holding hands, praying. You can just see the worried looks uh, on their faces. Yeah. It was awful to watch, especially the replay over and over. I couldn't imagine being on the field and watching that transpire. Oh, my gosh. It kind of reminded me of the time when Joe Theismann's leg snapped in half. It was as if it was as if time stood still. And they talk about the CPR that first responders gave to him on the field. They haven't given any updates. I know I read something six minutes ago. He was still in critical condition. 24 years old, cardiac arrest. There was a NCAA basketball player from Duke University who was beyond the arc, has the rock kicked out to him, takes a jump shot. His feet never came up more than maybe six inches off the ground. Maybe. And when he comes back down to the court, his leg in between his knee and his ankle just completely snaps. So that one was kind of, you know, destined to happen. I mean, it, it could have been him on the court. It could have been him walking up the stairs to go use the can at 2 a.m. Either way, it was going to happen. So when you hear about this cardiac arrest at 24, maybe, not saying that this is the case. Obviously, we need more information. But maybe this, him being in that situation with that many people around that could help him, that if this ends up saving his life and they find out something, that may have ended up being the best situation that could have possibly happened to him. Because at 24, that is, when something like that happens at age 24, it's gonna, it was bound to happen regardless where you are at. I would much rather have, have it happen in front of a live studio audience with 65,000 people in the stands and then also a bunch of first responders and my teammates all around me than when I'm just driving down the freeway and nobody understands why it is that I'm, you know, pulled off onto the side of the road and I'm hunched over on the steering wheel. I don't know. Could be. I could be way off on that. I'm just saying it But watching that unfold last night, it did get me thinking this morning about it. And I did put a post about it, about why are we not teaching people CPR? Why is this just not a mandatory thing that... We're just putting in the brains and hands of all of our constituents. It seems like a no-brainer. 
And then a couple people had mentioned like, no, 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 they, they do teach CPR in high school. I don't remember taking a CPR class in high school. I don't remember. I remember they had the dummies and I remember seeing the dummies for like the Red Cross late at night come into the school and then you could take the class. I remember seeing those, but I don't remember like an, an actual sit down. The closest thing I've ever gotten to a CPR class is watching that episode of The Office. Staying alive. Stay- if anything, schools, just show that one episode. 20 minutes in a health class. Kids will know everything they need to know. Staying alive. Staying alive. Uh, 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 uh. Staying alive. Staying alive. They wanted you to use the original version of Staying Alive, not that garbage bullshit remake. Danielle, there's a condition called, oh, I'm going to screw this up, Camotio, Camoto Cordis. Basically, he was hit right at the same time the heart is repolarizing to another uh, cycle heartbeat. It's rare, and you see it happen in baseball. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, somebody like gets hit in the, in the chest or something, and then it stops their heart. Yeah, man. Never thought about Very well could be. Do, I'd have to look up the stats on, you know, do you come back from that? <laughs> Is that one? Do you, do you get to come back from that? It doesn't seem like one that would. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, MJ, I don't remember anything I learned in high school. Learning CPR should be like renewing tabs. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. I was saying like, why don't we stop teaching kids how to make pie crust and then we'll just, no, no, no. Listen, keep the pie, pie crust. There's a bunch of other shit we can probably get rid of. Don't take away geometry from all the kids, but maybe a couple of kids don't need to go through that. You know, they don't need to take geometry 101. They're never going to use it in their real life. Do we get rid of geometry altogether? No. We need a couple of smart people, but the, uh, for the rest of the dumb kids, they got to take CPR. Somebody's got to keep the smart kids alive to keep this country afloat, okay? Listen, you might not have a lot of skills when it comes to the brains, but God damn it, you can put your, if you know the song Staying Alive, you can put your freaking hands together, get on that guy's chest. Also, I don't like the, um, oh, hang on, we got some more, uh, we got some more comments let's get into these jen it's why every two years i have to get a recertification in cpr never know when you're going to need it did not know that uh danielle it's crazy if cpr started right away you can come back from that the immediate concern is to get the heart beating again which it sounds like they did yeah anytime you see something like that though in sports it goes one of two ways it's either everybody in america is now going to take a cpr class or football is going to die because there's a lot of kids that are not playing that sport anymore just because of reasons like this. They're ta- they're taking it out of the hands of football is going to go the way of boxing back in like the 30s and 40s when like members of the Jewish community basically to you know get enough bread on the goddamn table to feed the family had to get in the ring and start throwing the knucks. That's what this is going to be. Uh, Jen, you can sign up for a class through Community Ed. Yeah, I was looking at that today. I saw that the Red Cross has classes you can take. There's an online class and then an in-person class, which I was like, can we just forego the online class? I think this is something you kind of need to be present for. It's a lot at stake. Somebody's life. And I know what it's like when I have to sit in a Zoom call. Holy shit. There's nothing less 
you know, there's nothing more that I zone out from than an actual Zoom call. So maybe we don't do the online CPR class. We get some we get some butts in the seats. <laughs> Jen, you should take the class and report on it. Yeah, they got I was looking at that already. Um I think it's like 350 bucks or something like that. You can get certified. I'm sure there's probably I'm saying that right now. That's probably like for the if you want to go for the elite CPR, if you want to be an elite first responder, but if you just want to be somebody that can bridge the gap between, you know, the uh, you know, the the goddamn football field and, and when actually people who know what they're doing show up, then yeah, sure. I can take that class. Shelly, no way. Football will never go that way. I don't know. You either have to be super desperate. Nowadays, it feels like you have to be super desperate or super rich. Hockey players, it's it's everybody who's rich. MMA fighters, it's everybody who's poor. Because you got to find something that gets you out of the house. And for all the rich kids, I mean, if you know how expensive, here's how crazy expensive hockey is. I was up north this past weekend, and it was me and the family. I got a lot of family members that uh, do do the hockey. And the goddamn hockey, they uh, it's so expensive for goalies. They can't find goalies because parents don't want to pay that much money for all the pads and all that stuff. And plus, the kids goddamn grow out of them. And it's one of the most difficult positions on the ice to play. So parents don't put their kids as goalies. Finally, hockey was like, we got to get some goddamn goalies out here. So they're just like, listen, you guys buy all the pads. Your kids can play for free. Bring them on in. They just get to skate. Scooter, I was so happy I did a CPR blast I used it in Chicago this summer. No shit. Did not know that. I'll be damned. Uh, a friend of mine, another comedian, Los Angeles, Crystal Marie. She, I think because her dad had passed away... In kind of in a situation like this where somebody, if somebody was able to be able to have this sort of certification, to have this knowledge, could have actually saved his life. I think she then became like a, like a, I don't know what you want to call it, not a full-fledged EMT, but like a softcore EMT. Like she knows a bunch of shit. She's not just like somebody who can just like, you know, does the chest compressions and then tilt the head back and then, you know, not, not that whole thing. She's a little bit more advanced than that, I believe. Scooter, figure skating is just that expensive. $1,200 for custom skates. Oh, yeah. Oh, Christ. I think I've told this story before. One of my good friends, Jeremy, is now hundreds of thousands of dollars into equestrian riding because his wife went out and bought a goddamn $50 Groupon because his daughter wanted to be a... wanted to ride a horse. And then... She went and rode the goddamn horse, and the lady at the thing's like, your kid's got talent. And he's like, nah, it's fine, whatever. And they're like, no, 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 listen. We've seen a lot of kids ride horses. You should maybe sign her up for some lessons. So he signs her up for some goddamn lessons. Fast forward like six years later, and Shay, Jeremy's daughter, is a goddamn national champion equestrian rider. They've talked about her going to the Olympics. I think she's like 13 or 14 right now. And, oh, yes, very much so crazy. A $50 Groupon, and now he is hundreds of thousands of dollars. He told me a story once where he came home, and there was a new pair of boots sitting out in the hallway, like cowboy riding boots. And he walks in, he's like, uh, what's up with the boots? My wife's like, we had to get new boots. He's like, we just bought new boots. It was like six months ago. Our feet haven't grown that much. Well, no, 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 we had to buy new boots because they had to match the saddle. What saddle? Well, we had to buy a new saddle. Well, how much was the saddle? 
Oh, it was like $3,200. What the fuck? <laughs> Don't forget, kids, $50 Groupon. It's just a, hey, it's just a $50 Groupon. That's all it is. Hundreds of thousands of dollars later, you're sunk in. You know nothing about horses. All you know is that they eat oats and that every now and again, you know, they like to jump over the rainbow with the rest of my little ponies. That is as much knowledge of the goddamn ponies as what you have. Christ. Black Stallion. Amazing porno title, but also mediocre movie from the 60s. I know nothing of horses, all right? I know that they, you know, freak out every once in a while and kick a guy in the sternum. I know you can lose a couple of teeth, watch the guy get racked in the balls from a horse every now and again. That's it. Other than that, man, that's, that's, yeah. I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't claim to be a horse expert. All I'm saying is $50 Groupon. Be careful what you ask for. That kid's like, hey, you know what, Dad? I, they got this Groupon right now. I can get a whole goddamn birthday party at the trampoline park for like $37. And you're like, fire it up, Timmy. Next thing you know, Timmy's $100,000 invested into becoming a world-class trampolinist. It's bullshit, man. <laughs> I don't consider myself to be a trampoline expert, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Okay Okay <sighs> All right Moving on from that. Ah, Jesus. Okay. I listen, I don't consider myself a horse or a trampoline expert, but one thing I do consider myself to be an expert in, that it, trust me, I know a goddamn thing or two or a thing or two about parenting. That is the one thing I've been able to figure out. There is one story that I am I'm so 50-50 down the middle on. I don't know how to feel about it. I'm going to ask you guys in the Instagram live feed what your thoughts are. But a father and a mother drove 1,100 miles through a winter storm in Colorado to bring their daughter home for the holidays after her Southwest flight was canceled. Here's uh, Mr. Patel talking about how excited his daughter was to have her parents driving through a snowstorm to bring her back home. We can see the change in her voice when she heard that we are in the city of Denver and 15 minutes away from her. You can feel the excitement of her voice. Okay, listen, parents, I get it. I've said a million times on here, you gotta stop goddamn giving your kids everything. Every time something bad happens, you can't be there to rescue them because it doesn't build that callus. It doesn't teach them the skills to be able to get out of situations that they, unbeknownst to them, are going to have thrust upon them. So now, every time that this kid gets stuck in an airport, they'll just go, ah, fuck it. 
Mom and dad will bail me out. 1,100 miles. Listen, I'm, I'm so torn by this. One, that's a lot to be able to give your kids. And I get that you love your children and you seem like good people. I've never met a Patel who's a bad guy, ever. I've met many a Patels. I've never met a bad Patel, ever. That's going to be the name of my next album. Never met a bad Patel. I don't know how I feel about dry. When your kid gets stranded, you have to be able. Now, listen, if that kid is like 15, yeah, get your ass down there. If that kid is like 23, sorry, kid, you ain't making it home for Christmas this year. That's just the way it is. I don't know how I feel. I'm so torn right down the middle. Scooter, nope, maybe get them a room for the night. Yeah, absolutely. At some point, they'll be able to get on a flight. 1,100 miles? When they talk about 11, that must be round trip. It's got to be round trip. There's no way that you would drive 1,100 miles. I mean, fuck, 1,100 miles. Christ, it's three quarters of the way through 500 miles. You're looking at, okay, it's five hours or so. Five, yeah, five, okay, five, six hours, something like that. Six hours, seven hours, somewhere in there. Uh, Danielle, fuck that. Have them figure it out. It's the only way to learn. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how I feel about it. I like the fact that this, these parents are go-getters. You know, but it doesn't teach your kid any sort of resourcefulness of how to be able to get them in and out of situations on their own. You know, Scooter, uh, I got left at a Greyhound bus station at 17. No cell phone. I figured it out for myself. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. That helps you build that callus. You figure it out. Goddamn Indiana Jones just didn't go out into the into the Temple of Doom knowing that, you know, Papa was going to be there to save his ass. Indiana was the name of the dog. Sean Connery wasn't going to show up. He had to go in. He had to go in there and find that fucking dog. Olina, it's about a thousand miles from her to UT. From here to UT. So, oh, so about a thousand miles from here to Utah. Is that what you're saying? From here to Utah. Okay. Well, thousand miles. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a goddamn. That's a trip, man. That's a that's a hell of a haul. I mean, that's why I was thinking, like, by that time, hadn't this kid figured it out by then? You know, 1,100 miles? How long is that going to take you to drive? 1,100, fuck, that's got to be, what, 17 hours of driving? You haven't figured it out in 17 hours? Jesus Christ, kid. Anyway, as I was saying, I'm a little torn on that story. I don't know how I feel about it. I like the fact that mom and dad had the gumption to go out there and save their kid. I'm a little uh, disappointed that they did it in such a fashion. Also, man, like, if you've been sitting in that goddamn airport for a while, doesn't your brain just go, I got to get the fuck out of here? Haven't you just ever been, haven't you ever worked a job for, like, nine months and you're stuck in a cubicle, and at some point you just find yourself, like, getting up every 20 minutes? That is your subconscious's way of going, we can't keep doing this job anymore. You have to figure something else out. You have to. I had an old boss of mine tell me one time, he goes, how come you come out of the studio so much? I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, you come out of the studio constantly. I was like, I don't come out of the studio constantly. He's like, dude, you've been doing it now for like six months. I was like, oh, maybe I hate this job now. Maybe I hate this job. Here's a crazy uh, scientific experiment that happened uh, a few years ago. God, I am all over the place today. They had two decks of cards. Right? One deck, in each deck of cards, there was red cards and there was blue cards. And for every, 
For every red card, you got plus $5. For every blue card, you got minus $5. And you had to pick randomly, right, which deck to pull from. And you didn't know, like, what was coming up. It was all random. So you'd pull from the right deck, and that'd be a blue card. Then you'd pull from the left, and it would be a blue card. And then you'd pull from the left, and it'd be another blue card. And then you'd pull from the right, it'd be a red card. Here's the thing. The stack on the right had more red cards. They knew how many cards were on that side. And you would just flip, right? Which one is giving me more? Which one is giving me more? And then all of a sudden, the guy or you know, the gal who's is picking off the pile, they realize that there are more red cards that give them more money in the right pile. So now they just start going on the right side. From the time that they start picking more on the right side to the time their brain actually, they can, you know, verbalize it like, oh, there are more cards on the right pile. They have already picked like 37 cards from the right side, more than the left side, because your subconscious kind of knows what's going on, you know? So when you've been sitting there for that long and you're like, I got to get the fuck out of this place, you should, that's when they say like, oh, when you ended a relationship, you should have ended it six months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your subconscious knew you were getting the fuck out. <laughs> you were figuring out a way a long time ago, my man, to end this thing. Uh, Scooter, I don't know. I think we're growing soft as a society. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I heard a really good quote the other day, which is, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. And I was like, I agree. I agree. You may, you may need those skills. Now, not everybody's going to be a warrior and not everybody's going to be a gardener. I'm just saying, if you had to pick or choose which side would you want to be on, I'm like, I'd rather have the guy with some skills that can get some shit done. So, Yeah. I don't know. That one just kind of always stu it stuck with me. I don't know why, but it, it's definitely stuck with me. All right, guys. Tomorrow night, Scooter, thank you so much for already buying tickets. Danielle, I hope you see you there. Hopefully, you guys buy some more tickets. We'll see you over at uh, House of Comedy. I know it's going to be in the middle of some snow and a little whatever, but listen, we're Minnesotans. We goddamn get through it, okay? That's what we do. Hopefully, see you guys tomorrow night, House of Comedy. Show is 730. Can't wait should be so much fun. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher every single morning, 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Hit that link. Find it right now, rudypovich.com. I'll get that up, too, if you want to find it on there. But go to my Facebook and my Instagram. That's where you're going to find that ticket link. We'll see you guys later. Have yourselves a great day, and thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.